Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier, the football podcast we bring you each and every day on YouTube. Head over there and light up that subscribe and bell notification button so you are notified of all the latest content that goes up on a daily basis. Thought I'd jump on and do a quick little show here. Um, the final inductees into the Premier League Hall of Fame 2022 have been announced. Um, interesting the way this Hall of Fame goes. It's... um. It's hard to know what the parameters are to use because it's kind of in its infancy. I think this is its second year. Um, and, and because there's such a laundry list of great players that have played in the Premier League since its inception, nearly 30 years ago at this stage, it, it, it's very difficult in the starting point to filter through. And, you know, everyone wears their own club's hat and wants their players in and all that kind of stuff. And it's 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 hard to break it down. But I just wanted to drop a few thoughts on it this morning. I spoke to the guys in our WhatsApp group and they had some interesting comments on it, similar to myself. Um, but just to confirm who's going in, obviously we knew that Wayne Rooney and Patrick Vieira had been confirmed as going in. And I don't think that's without question within any fan base that those two boys are deserving of their place in the Premier League Hall of Fame. But also going in, announced this morning, then we have Sergio Aguero, Paul Scholes, Didier Drogba, Vincent Company, Ian Wright and Peter Schmeichel. I suppose if you break it down, Aguero's the highest scoring overseas player in Premier League history. Scholes won 11 Premier League titles with Man United. Company helped Man City become a dominant force in the Premier League. Drogba, a four-time Premier League winner with Chelsea. Wright scored 113 Premier League goals. And Schmeichel, the first goalkeeper inducted. I suppose when you break this down, again, if we park Wayne Rooney, park Patrick Vieira, I don't think there's any issue there from anyone in terms of those two boys going in and what they brought to the Premier League and the impact they had. Um, and I don't think there's question about this with anyone. We'll go back through the list, first of all, of who was available or who was nominated to the shortlist. And then we dissect it down as to who they picked and is that pick for a plethora of reasons better than the other names that are on the list, let's say. Um, but I suppose the thoughts on the Hall of Fame, I, I like the idea of the Premier League Hall of Fame, I have to say. But what I would like to see not dissimilar sometimes to what we see in the, the WWE Hall of Fame. And I know most people on this channel know we're pro wrestling fans as well. But I, I think what they should do each year is maybe they should have a goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder, and a striker. And then what I think they should have is maybe a deceased player, um, one that goes in and out in talking to Dane Fitz, my, my partner after Shankly Sessions, um. He would be an advocate for the likes of, say, Gary Speed going in and being recognised, even though he has passed. Um, and I think that's a great shout, really, that um, players that have passed. Now, again, I don't know the volume of players that have passed away in the Premier League era that played in it. Um, but certainly will be an interesting one to look at. But the other one I'd like to see going in there is maybe a section um, that acknowledges the work that was done at a club level. You know, by either, say... Like, we know how great these players are. But these players, a lot of what they do, and we know the talent that they have and stuff like that. But a lot of it was because of, I suppose, their managers, the coaches, um, you know, the physios, the tea lady, the groundsman, the whole thing that comes together. And you've often heard Jurgen Klopp talk about it, that the success of a club 
starts through all these levels of a club and the success spreads right through it and everyone has an impact on it from the canteen staff to the chefs that prepare the food for the specialist diets for these players now to the transport people to the kit men the physios everything and all and i think i think it would be no harm to have a section in there that maybe you nominate one or two players maybe you know the loyalty of a groundsman is recognized or you know a guy who was a kit man for a club for you know 20 30 odd years i know we did a we did um an episode talking about i think it was crystal palace's kit man passed away or something like that and he was there like 20 or 30 years or something like that you know what i mean so it's it'd be nice to recognize those people as well like it's very easy to go in and recognize the great players who scored the great goals or made the great saves or made the great blocks or scored the great free kicks or won this amount of trophies or that amount of trophies and all that but behind all those players there's a team of players that make those players exceptional. And I think it'd be no harm to have a wing within the Hall of Fame that recognises some of those people as we go along. Um, the people that are not really mentioned, the names that we wouldn't be familiar with, um, the people that rarely get recognised um, but have such a huge impact on the success of a club and the success of individual players. And I think it would be no harm to do that. You know, it could be, you know, anything, a director of football, it could be, it could be a chef, it could be anything. Um, anything connected with a club that doesn't walk across the white line onto the grass. Bar the groundsman, of course. Um, so I think I think that would be a nice little setup. The other thing I'd like to see happen as well is that you can only get one inductee from a single club each year. So what I mean by that basically is you don't have a year where, say, Steven Gerrard and Robbie Fowler would go in in the same year because they're both Liverpool. Or Didier Drogba and John Terry wouldn't go in in the same year because they're both Chelsea. So you, you, you whittle it down and you spread it and you balance it and you might get a more balanced class going in each year. Um, Ted, who you know from Retrotainment, uh, mentioned that he thought that there should be less people going in each year maybe bring it down to, you know, a less number like three or maybe four, because he said his concern was maybe, you know, after 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to start putting in guys just for the sake of putting them in um, rather than the quality and maintaining the, the, that quality of the Hall of Fame that goes in. But then I suppose the argument against that is if it takes 20 years to reach that spot, we have another 20 years of history there that all has to be accounted for so i don't know i think maybe around the six maybe is the sweet spot and i'm thinking maybe you know four players a player who has passed away or deceased and then maybe someone from a you know the background who's had a huge impact on the club as i said like a groundsman who's been there 20 30 years you know or a kit man or you know a director of football that did an exceptional job or I don't know, a physio or, a, you know, a, an assistant or a coach or something like that, you know. So I, I think that would be a nice balance to it. Um, because as we know, the Premier League and the success of the Premier League is not just about the players. It's not just about the 11 or 15 guys we watch every week. A whole massive amount of work goes in that week before we ever get to match day. So I think it'd be nice to recognise some of those guys as well and girls. Um, but let's, let's get into this. I mean, the first one that comes up, that's a... And again, when we talk about controversial, it's not it's not because like you know we follow this team or we follow that team. I think I think the one thing you'll find here on the upper tier is we're very open and we're very honest, and uh, 
we're not um you know we're not just we don't just sit in the box of our club basically but the first one that came up that was an interesting one was uh, Sergio Aguero um and how soon it is that he is going in so I suppose the question with Sergio Aguero is there's no doubt he deserves his place in the Hall of Fame but the question is should he be going into the Hall of Fame in 2022 and when you think about the other players that were on that list you've got Andrew Cole Andy Cole for us old school guys Les Ferdinand, Robbie Fowler, Matt Letizia, Michael Owen, Teddy Sheringham, Ruud van Nistelrooy, and Robin van Persie. So I suppose when we look at that list and you have a think about it, it's it's like, depending on what the parameters are, I know it's not probably, you don't look, you know, it's not furthest in first or anything like that. But the question is, you've got Sergio Aguero, who's the, the, the highest scoring overseas player in Premier League history, which is an unbelievable record. But he played in fantastic teams with fantastic coaches. So when you compare him to Matt Letizia, who basically carried Southampton and was unbelievable as a player and has a massive highlight reel in terms of when you look at the Premier League years and stuff like that, himself and Les Ferdinand and Andy Cole and, you know, all these different players, should they be going in there first and should Sergio Aguero's time come later? Because he's literally literally only hung up his boots in the last 12, 24 months, really, in terms of the Premier League. So that that's one argument that came up. Then I suppose, you know, we look at, um, does the same question hold water for Didier Drogba? Absolutely no question about his place in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely stunning player. I go as far as to say the first ever Legend Series um, episode we did on the upper tier when we do these Premier League legend series, was Didier Drogba that I did with Ian, of course, off the Chelsea Raw and, and Alex, friends of the show. And uh, we had a great episode on him. He was absolutely brilliant. And the boys spoke about their memories of him and all. And if you want to go check it out, it's up there. Um, but the question is, you know, should we wait a little bit longer? You know, should a Matt Letizia be going in there before a Didier Drogba, you know, or a Les Ferdinand or whoever, you know? So these are the kind of questions that come up. The same with Vincent Company. Vincent Company, again, is it too early for Vincent Company to be going in when you think about the list of defenders that's on that list? So we've got the great Tony Adams, Saul Campbell, Ashley Cole, Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville, John Terry. So should Vincent Company be going in before them? And again, it goes back to my question on the parameters. Should we be getting Vincent Company and... Sergio Aguero, or should we limit it to one pair team each year the way we do the mix so it's spread more throughout the Premier League teams? Because we know in the Premier League years, we know there's been absolutely amazing and brilliant teams, and we've known we also know that there's teams that make up the numbers. But within those teams that make up the numbers, you've got some brilliant players, some classic moments, some unbelievable memories. You know, and Matt Letizia at Southampton is one that springs to mind always on people's lips. Absolutely fabulous player. And what a goal scorer. Like. So, again, with Vincent Company, I mean, for me, if I'm looking at Vincent Company, again, I don't question him going into the Hall of Fame. He has every right to go into the Hall of Fame. But should it be in 2022? For me, my pick, and if you go back and you look at the Hall of Fame episode that we did when we were picking our picks, all the guys, I picked Ashley Cole. 
Um, but there's an argument for any of these guys. There's an argument for Gary Neville. There's an argument for John Terry, Tony Adams, Saul Campbell. But the question is, what's the parameters and how do you arrive at it when you have a far Hall of Fame that's in its infancy? This is only its second year. So... What I say to you viewers this morning is let us know in the comments what you think. Look at the short list again. Who do you think should go in? Look at the, the six that they've selected here. I think Peter Schmeichel, I think, is without doubt to be the first goalkeeper to go in. Um, I certainly wouldn't be questioning Ian Wright going in. Absolute fabulous player. Um, I definitely wouldn't be questioning Paul Scholes. And I'm not necessarily questioning Didier Drogba. But I'm just thinking of the timing of it and stuff like that and all. So that's that's just my thoughts on it and stuff like that. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. As I said on this one, there's no right or wrong answer. All these guys on this list, if you look at the 25-man shortlist for this year, every one of them deserve their place in the Hall of Fame. The question is the timing of it. And the question is how it is spread. And I suppose the other question is maybe a bit more recognition for players who have passed away and also backroom staff or people who are not players on the pitch and what they have done and their um, what they have given to football in their career. So that's just my thoughts on it at the moment, guys. Let us know your thoughts. If you want to contact the show, the Upper Tier Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook and Instagram, the Upper Tier. We're also out there on TikTok dropping clips and stuff like that. You'll get audio versions of the show, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, and that is it. We're on Twitter as well at the underscore upper underscore tier. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Let us know who you would have put in from the short man list. Are we right in thinking that maybe it needs a little bit of restructuring? Um, even let us know what your thoughts are. How valid do you think it is, this Hall of Fame and stuff like that? Um, but we don't want it to be watered down. We want it to be really, really good and solid. Till next time, a pleasure.